Dr. Zach Williams and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me today on another episode of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. I am Pastor Zach Williams, and I am so thankful that you and I get to share this time together each and every day, uh, just looking into God's Word. Uh, I, I pray that this isn't your only time in God's Word every day. Um, you know, these are just 10-minute devotionals to just kind of help you and refresh you, but I pray that uh, each and every day you find some personal time to get along with Jesus and just listen to His voice. My voice can help you uh, because I try to speak through the Holy Spirit. My voice can certainly help you. But if you want the greatest teacher of all, the greatest teacher is the Lord Jesus Christ himself through the Holy Spirit. I will tell you today uh, that I, I have a doctorate degree from a seminary. I have a master's degree from a seminary. And I learned a lot of great things through a lot of great professors. But I will tell you with all certainty in my heart, that the greatest teacher I've ever had is the Holy Spirit of God. When I sit down, study His Word, and say, God, teach me, He begins to teach. And there's no comparison with any teacher on earth. You love those professors, you love those teachers, you love those pastors, and and those Sunday school teachers, they certainly help you a lot. But the Holy Spirit of God is the greatest teacher of them all. Saying that, I want to spend the next two days just talking about sharing the gospel and witnessing. You know, so many people today would come to me as a pastor and they'd say, Pastor Zach, I really want to share my faith. I really want to share the gospel. I really want to tell somebody about uh, about the hope that I have in Jesus. But I'm just so nervous. I'm so scared that I might say, the wrong thing. I'm so scared they might ask a question that I don't know the answer to. I'm scared that I might present it the wrong way. Friends, these are natural fears that we all have. I'll be the first to admit that there are many times in my life uh, that I feel inadequate in sharing my faith. And this is something I do on a daily basis. But there are times when I will see a, an individual from a different religion standing in the store and, and I'll feel prompted to share with them. But I'll think, what if I don't know what to say? Or, or I might come into an institution like a university where I've been asked to come and speak and preach the Bible. And I begin to, to, to ponder before I get there. What happens if somebody asks me a difficult question that I don't have the answer to? And so those feelings of inadequacy and those feelings of maybe not knowing enough, maybe not being smart enough, it, it, it goes to, to every single person in the Christian faith. I want to remind you that the Lord Jesus Christ spoke in the book of Luke, and he said the following. He said, do not prepare a defense for yourself whenever you stand to give a witness to testify on my behalf. He said, for the Holy Spirit of God will give you words in that moment to speak, which not even your adversaries will be able to contradict. Meaning, it doesn't mean we're not to study. It doesn't mean we're not to seek the face of God. It doesn't mean that we're not to pray and read His Word. Of course, we have to pray and we have to study. Study to show thyself approved 
unto God. And so we have to study the Bible and we have to prepare. But at the same moment, what Jesus is saying there is don't, don't get so worked up on trying to get all the details just right. In the moment that you are pressed to share your faith, just open your mouth and let the Holy Spirit speak and have faith that if you are obedient in sharing the gospel, he will be obedient in speaking through you. Such a story takes place in Acts chapter number four. In Acts chapter four, you have this amazing uh, thing that has taken place. Over in Acts chapter three, there's a man who has been lame and crippled for over 40 years. And he's there by the temple gates. And one day Peter and John are passing through and he's out there begging for money as he always does. And he says something to them, Peter and John turn around. He thinks they're going to give them money. And Peter says, we don't have silver and gold, but what we have, we give to you. In the name of Jesus, get up and walk. And the Bible tells us that the man immediately got up and he began to walk, leaping and praising God. Just an amazing story. It says everybody in the temple complex was amazed. Well, the next day, Peter and John are actually brought before the Jewish Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin, the same body of men who just, you know, six months ago put Jesus to death. Now Peter and John are standing before them. Peter, mind you, is the man who denied Jesus three times just in the last six months. But now Peter standing before that very body of believers or not believers, that very body of men who put Jesus to death, now they ask Peter the question. They say to him, by what power and in what name have you done this? By what power and what name have you made that man walk? And Peter responds and he says, rulers of the people and elders, if we are being examined today about a good deed done to a disabled man, by what means he was healed, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel, but that by the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, whom you crucified and whom God raised from the dead, by him this man is standing before you healthy. This Jesus is the stone rejected by you builders, which has become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to people, and we must be saved by it. Peter simply opened his mouth, and the Holy Spirit began to speak through him. And he testified to the crucifixion and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then what happens? The Sanhedrin, they confer amongst themselves. And it says, when they observed the boldness of Peter and John, and realized, listen, that they were uneducated and untrained men. They were amazed and recognized that they had been with Jesus. These are two men who were raised fishermen. These are two men who spent their life on the fishing boat. These are two men that had no formal education in religion. And yet at the moment that they were asked to speak, they opened their mouth, spoke through the Holy Spirit, and those who had just recently put Jesus to death, had nothing to say in response other than to say, these men have been with Jesus. Friends, let me tell you something. As you are preparing each day to go out and be a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ on this earth, let me remind you of something. The greatest witness, the greatest testimony you have 
is what Jesus has done in your life. No one can contradict your testimony because you can stand and say, there may be all kinds of questions that I don't know the answer to, but I know one thing, the Lord Jesus Christ has changed me. And it's exactly what Peter and John testify. Because in just a moment in this text, in Acts 4, the Sanhedrin, they demand, you stop preaching, you stop teaching in this name. And Peter and John would answer, whether it's right in the sight of God for us to listen to you rather than God, you decide. For we are unable to stop speaking about what we have seen and what we have heard. We can't shut up about it. We saw him crucified we saw him resurrected, and we've got to tell somebody. So today, you go out, you be faithful to just share what Jesus has done in your life, and the world will not be able to contradict it. I hope your time has been blessed on New Horizons today, and I look forward to seeing you next time. God bless.